Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sans Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, <laughs> adventures, and ghosts. Hey everyone, welcome to Why Am I Sad? I'm George. I'm Cass. I'm Zoe B. And I'm Tom. And we're fine. Hello sunshine, hello blue skies, hello lovely day. We're so fine that we're going to answer questions this week. Yeah, we're all the typewriter in that Simpsons episode of The Shining that just says, feeling fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we are. I'm like, I feel more like the feeling fine that's on the walls that gets revealed in the lightning flash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're an ominous feeling fine. Yes, exactly. That you know we'll be getting to later. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, okay, well, we've got a couple of questions for today, so I'll start with the first one there. Um, a few months ago, my boyfriend broke up with me after a short, long-distance relationship. At first, I thought I was doing fine with the way I handled it, but recently, I've just feelings of apathy. Nothing seems to interest me anymore, and the only thing I look forward to is my weekly D&D group. I'm looking into therapy because I've needed it for a while, and this is pushing me towards it. But I was just wondering if you guys had any advice on how to stop feeling this way. I'm sorry, man. That <laughs> bummer, <sucks>. awful. <laughs> yeah, that's it's no good. I have no power of knowing how you actually feel, but it sounds like you're grieving or a bit depressed or both or one. And I'm sorry. It. I think I've said this before. For me personally, um, whenever I experience feelings of grief, it feels like time stops. And you don't really know what to do. Like you'll be like, I guess go to the shops, but why? Does it like why? You sort of like, I guess I'll go to the shops to buy food. Then I'll eat the food, and then the food will be gone. I have to buy food again, and that's just gonna keep happening. Um, So (laughs) it does sound tiring when you put it like that. To be honest, yeah. Well, I I think when you're in that state, and you're just like time to shower, and then you're like, why? Yeah, and not no not tomorrow. And it's not necessarily that you're in a state of like, I don't deserve a shower. I don't deserve to eat nice food. You're just like genuinely like, why? I don't think I have a reason to do this. <laughs> and it doesn't, it doesn't feel as sad as it sounds when you're in it. You're just, you, you're just genuinely unsure of why you would do certain things. You oh, just really? Go, yeah, yeah. Well, for me anyway, I can only speak my own experience, but you're just like, what's like, why have a shower? And it's not like, what's the point? You're just like, why? Why would I? Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and I find the thing that helps me to come out of that is actively restarting time by making myself do things and just counting doing a thing 
as being so productive because at that stage it is. It's like shower, you're like, whoa, amazing. Okay, maybe you can't manage a shower. Call a friend. Oh my God, that counts. That counts as doing something that keeps time going and it it, it works. And then eventually, it, I, f- I feel like it's for me anyway, like when you get you get into a machine and you have to like manually crank some gears for a bit and then eventually the machine's like, oh, I'm a machine and it works by itself again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if yeah. any of you guys have that experience, but that helps me. Yeah. I'm just like manually do things, do one thing, that counts. Anything you do counts and you get to feel good about doing it because <laughs> because I get it. You're like, why? <laughs> I love how you put like talking to a friend ahead of a shower. That's the exact opposite yeah. for me. I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you can be sad and stinky. But it's so much harder to call someone and talk to them and have a shower. That's like No, because you can talk to someone whilst you're still in bed. Mm. I've taken phone calls in the shower also. So That's a works. power move. Sometimes but like you gotta get one of those shower speakers though. I know. What is oh, it? No, How does I just, that work? I just answered the phone. They're like, What are you up to? And I was like, I'm just shaving my legs. They're like, Wait, are you fuck, I can hear the shower. I'm like, Yeah. They're like, I'll call you back. I'm like, you don't have to. I'd- I only need one hand. <laughs> okay, you really I, like phone calls. <laughs> this isn't my first rodeo. I've done this before. But, no, Zobby's right. You can answer a phone call in bed. I know for times where I've had trouble sort of getting the, not necessarily that I was particularly sad, but even just having trouble getting out of bed just because you don't have the motivation or you, you're you in lockdown and there just isn't anything to do. So you are just in bed and then someone calls you and then all of a sudden you realise you're standing up. I know that Cass and I implement this quite a bit when we need to do boring tasks yeah <laughs> look we're a big fan when we're not in lockdown doing boring tasks together uh, <laughs> we have spoken so much about how we miss running errands i've just yeah. been talking to zoe being like god i wish that i could come with, with you to priceline <laughs> yeah like god i want to be with Cass while she does her grocery shopping you know like, <laughs> Me like staring at some things being like i don't know zoe's like it just you just pick it won't yeah, make it doesn't I'm matter like, oh. That's a very good point. That's a very They're all potatoes, Cass. Yeah. Just and put so them like in the basket. I, I think what we've been doing at the moment is calling each other when we need to like do laundry and put clothes away. Oh, so helpful. Just like so dealing helpful. with that massive pile of like clean clothes that have been banking up after weeks of not actually putting them in the drawer that's three feet away. Oh my Um, I moved house in April this year, and it was a phone call during the month of uh, was it September? October? I think oh, it was. Yeah. Or yeah, we'll September after. that um I think it was two Zoe that got me to finish unpacking. <laughs> but now I'm unpacked and it was all thanks to Zoe. Well wow. see look. The task was completed. Yeah, Zoe's so like, thanks for this. I'm like, thank you so much. I'm finished unpacking now. <laughs> I couldn't do it without you. <laughs> it's like distracting your brain from the thing to do the thing. Yeah, it's like the boring thing that you have to do. Give yourself something fun to do while you're doing it. Hmm, oh, that checks out. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. We do that with like, it's like I'm sure everyone else is the same. Where you don't eat anymore unless you're watching something. Yeah. Like, yeah, what? I need like my phone to be doing something. While yeah, I have like my for meal. me, it's YouTube or TV or whatever. I just always chuck something on if I'm eating, and yeah. I'm always like, this is. Why do I need this? This is. <laughs> this isn't a chore. <laughs> I like food. <laughs> yeah, but just every time. Yeah, it's like I. You just never want to be like alone with your own thoughts, that whole constant need for that instant gratification. I've, like, brought my laptop out and set it up for the, like, five minutes it takes me to eat a sandwich at the kitchen table. And you're like, that actually was probably more effort than what it was worth because you just mm. watched five minutes of NCIS that you weren't really paying attention to. No, that, yeah. that, that, that checks out. I, yeah. I, don't, I read when I eat and I didn't think – I was like, oh, I didn't do anything when I eat. I just 
I eat my food. No, no, I'll read a book and eat a sandwich. Yeah, Tom, oh, you fool. <laughs> you- <laughs> it just sounds so difficult logistically. No, one hand here. Nom, 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 nom. Nom, nom, nom. You can't read a big book. Like if it's a real hefty <laughs> you like can't do war it and peace, hander. not happening. Can't no. have a meaty book with a meaty sand. No, no, too much meat. Mm. <laughs> well, I guess this person is also asking for advice on how to stop feeling apathetic towards everything except for one thing. Also, I do want to point out they have said they're looking into therapy. I that would be my first recommendation. Yeah, personally, because um, that if you see a psychologist, they're going to be able to teach you all the things about your brain that your brain is doing. And we are what being like, well, this is what my brain does. <laughs> yeah. And they'll be able to give you much better advice as to how things will work for your brain specifically. Yeah. But yeah, how to get excited about stuff. I was going to say, Cass, if you've got something relating to this, the fact that they look forward to the weekly D&D group, is that a good sign? Does that mean is that something you can use to jump onto something else? I don't know. I th- I didn't think of that, but I think that's a good idea. Like, if you've got people from your weekly D&D group that you reckon could, you know, do something fun with you, if you're like, cool, let's, I don't know where in the world you live, but if it's legal for you to do this, be like, let's go shopping together. It's currently illegal for us to go shopping with it. Oh, no, God, I miss shopping with friends. <laughs> I miss, oh, my God. I was talking about shopping with another person the other day and had to stop myself from crying. <laughs> Healthy. Good. Ah. No, I, I think, I think though, George, you're right. I think... The fact that there is something that you care about and that you look forward to, there is a thing that that still exists in your life that makes you excited. Use that as the bedrock. Like use that as the foundation for like another thing related to that. It doesn't even need to be hanging out with that group of people. It could be like, you know what? Maybe on Monday, write some backstory about one of your characters you're playing. Just do that. Like, cause that's tangentially related to the thing that you love. And maybe that spins off into you then decide you want to watch a fantasy TV series but loosely based on an idea you had for the character you're playing in D&D. Like, so use use the thing that, that you have that you gives you joy to spark off all the other little joys um, and also go to therapy. But I, I will also just say uh, from my own experience of when you when a relationship ends and you think, oh, no, I'm, I'm okay. Like, oh, no, no, it's fine. I'm, I'm okay. I went through a, this a few years ago, um, a long-term relationship. Um, that ended and I was like, no, it's okay because it was like, oh, this it felt good initially because it hadn't been in a good place towards the end of it. Um, so it felt good and I was like, oh, no, I'm actually okay. And then you watch a movie that has no sadness in it at all and the scene is actually quite happy and then you cry. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go and have what I like to call a shower cry, which is where you just hop in the shower, you play the song that was in the movie that made you cry, no. and then you stand in the shower and you just you have a big old sob. Um, you, you find yourself doing that because you you start thinking you're okay. If it's any consolation, I got to the point where you're like, oh, yeah, I've got nothing, nothing's joy, I've got to eat, I've got to watch a movie, this is hard, this is whatever, you're by yourself. But, you know, I'm at the other side and I am okay, so you will be too. Like... I'm mostly useless at so many things. So if I can get through it, you can also get through it. There's, There'll be a point where you'll find a way to get back out. You might get from apathy. You might then be sad. But if you then get through to the next bit, you can get through to the next bit and you can get through to the next bit. Um, you'll be okay. Have a shower cry. That's always <laughs> – shower cries are honestly some of the – you can feel so good because you're in the shower, it's warm. You can cry as loud as you like because you're in the shower. No one can hear you unless they're also in the shower. Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) This is a a solo activity. This is a solo activity. Yeah, Yeah, I think, yeah. So know that you'll get through it. 
try to look for other things. Oh, but also, yeah, use use the D and D thing to be the the cornerstone of what you what you like. How can you build up from that? I guess. I think as as well, like to 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 speak of my own experience. I know that when my depression got so bad that I was very apathetic and I I had no enjoyment from existing and just kind of was going through the motions. This is, I don't think of it as an extreme measure, but this is a measure you should only take if you are able to undertake it. If you can't, don't do it. Um, But if you can, have you thought about getting a pet? (laughs) Uh, They're great. They love you. You love them. And they're great motivators. So my parents got me Stringer Bell, fuck, almost six, seven years ago now. My baby's growing up. <laughs> um, and I wasn't t- taking care of anything, let alone myself. And when you spend all day in bed, it's super easy to continue to spend all day in bed because you're like, well, fuck it, what's the point? And it becomes this self-feeding cycle of apathy and negativity um, but then you've got this little asshole that doesn't care that you're sad and just wants food. So you have to get out of bed and then you feed them. And then you're like, well, I'm already fucking standing. And then you've got this thing that comes and gives you cuddles when you're sad and you can give it a big hug and let all your, emo- not let all your emotions out, but like you can give it a big hug and you can feel connected to something and it's not as scary as talking to a friend because a friend is a human that understands what you're saying. Where a pet will just listen. And I think if you are in a position to, like, getting a pet, it can be a really beneficial process to jumpstart the healing process because you've got a little thing that is 100% reliant on you and you've got to be good for it. You don't have to be good for you, but you've got to be good for your pet. If you're not in a position to get a pet, I'm now thinking of things that I've done in the past. (laughs) Try and do things with friends to keep yourself accountable to another person. I think Zoe's, I I think that is good advice. If you can't be accountable to yourself, see if you can be accountable to someone else. And like, maybe that is why part of the reason like the D&D is good. It is something that is getting you to do something outside of yourself. Because as I said, sometimes you're like, I don't know why I'm doing this. And it doesn't feel sad. You're just like, I just... What's why? I don't yeah. understand. But yeah, I think last time I went through a, a breakup, I called Zoe and we would just hang out heaps or I'd be like, mm. oh, let's do this. Or if I was ever feeling sad, I'd be like, hey, call a friend and be like, let's go on a walk. Let's do this. Let us do something. I uh, if you if you're able to go on walks, I personally found walks a pretty like good mood booster because you don't it's not doing much. In a in a nice way, it's it's where well, you can get moving if you again if you are able to go on walks, get moving. You're with someone, or you can you know listen to music, listen to a podcast, or whatever. Do something that's nice and makes you a bit lifted. Yeah, I did something like uh, I was going to say walks as well because uh, I actually had an experience of this on last week. Actually, after I found out about the COVID thing, and I was freaking out. <laughs> And I yep. did something which I haven't done in forever, which I went for a walk, but I didn't actually listen to anything. I just walked for like 40 minutes, like not intense, but just strolling, smelling, and just, just oh, having a good go. sniff. And I reckon it's pretty good. It's pretty like pretty when you do it like that, because like you, you're still thinking your stuff, which is going to be looping and bad, but because you're walking and you're smelling and you're outside, <laughs> you kind of like- Smelling's a, the crucial part. Uh, smelling's yeah. a big part. You smell because smelling, you're present, you know, you're feeling it and like- I think it's good because, like, you 
you're then taking those same thoughts and you're doing something which is like more mobile. And so it's like, it's almost making you deal with it. It's helping you manage them mm. better. So you're almost practicing in an easy place to manage those thoughts instead of sitting, obviously lying on a couch or whatever, where they just loop and they've got nothing to stop them. But when you're walking, it feels like, okay, I've got a bit of energy going. I'm somewhere so, and I'm still dealing with it. So like, it felt like a very helpful, positive way of confronting them a little bit, I mm. guess. That's the experience I had last week anyway. So it's nice. Yeah. It's really nice. Yeah. It's not bad. I think <laughs> for me, if you can. Yeah. yeah. Raw dogs from outside. Raw dogs. Exactly. <laughs> Not raw dog outside, just raw dog some outside. Yeah, yeah. That's- yes. <laughs> the sum is so important. That's yeah. literally it. Like, if you just find, so even if it's a case of, right, you, your D&D is on, like, that's on a Thursday. That's when you do your D&D. So it's like, cool, well, that's Thursday taken care of. Don't worry about anything else on Thursday. What's one thing you can do on Monday? And it can be literally as simple as raw dog some outside, <laughs> have a shower, make some eggs, play The Sims and make a cat on The Sims if you can't have cat. Yeah, you know, <laughs> virtual pet also good. Video games that are simple and easy, so good. Careful though, they may catch you off guard because you think you're okay. That has that has <laughs> run me afoul a couple of times. Um, but yeah, I, I think just like just if you can just like find one thing each day, so that mm. even if it's not relying on another, like be like, all right, today I'm going to like call this person, at, at, and you give yourself the whole day. Like, don't be like, I'm going to call them at 11. Be like, no, no, no I'm going to, when I feel like I'm good to call them, call them on that, you know, fill your, fill your stuff, days, fill your stuff with days. Fill your <laughs> stuff with days. Get all of them in there. Because um, that's, yeah, that's all I did is I, I watched, I watched movies. I went for walks. I also had a cat to look after, which, as I said, was, was wonderful. But it was also anytime you sort of are like, oh, well, I don't feel like doing stuff. And then you get to the next, you know, hour and you're like, well, I got to here, so I'll just get to the next hour. And then it's like, well, I got to, I'll, I'll get to tomorrow. So I'll get to tomorrow. And you just, just break it down into the smallest pieces you can. That's what helped me heaps. And, yeah, build yourself your support network however you can. Even if it's a support network, like, that's not active. Like, it's just you scroll within a community or a Reddit sub-Reddit thread that you don't even participate in, but just read. Mm. That's that's part of that's something that's a support network that is passively working to help you. So, um, you will be okay. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's you know, yeah. Okay. Cool. Let's go on the next question. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hope um, that helped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully that helped. <laughs> I think we nailed it, guys. Yeah, we did. Get that's cat it. raw dog outside. Yeah. Done. <laughs> Cats and dogs, man. That's all we. That's all yeah. the advice we can. <laughs> All right, question two. I've had a hard time making sure this wasn't too long, but I tried. I've recently had two problems in my life. One has been pretty long established since I was a kid. I can't connect to other people well. I want friends, but I also often want time to myself and it doesn't jive with other people. It often feels like I'm operating on a different frequency from most other people and we can't understand each other. It feels like there's rules I'm missing sometimes. I also have issues where if I don't keep a certain amount of distance from the people I do connect with, it's very easy for them to send me into an intrusive thought spiral. I can't understand how to balance it, and it's most often ended up with me being more mentally healthy if I just keep to myself. It's just becoming very lonely. My other issue is because of lack of resources, I spent the majority of my late teens and early 20s in a depressive haze and dealing with it on my own with just medication. I was out of it to the point I only found out they had diagnosed me with PTSD during my first appointment years later from my mother because it's nearly just a big blank. 
I've gotten better. I've just turned 28 and I'm genuinely much better, but I've encountered an issue I didn't expect. The less depressed I've become, the more I've just become angry. Angry at nothing in particular and everything all at once. The world, the way it works, the people in it. I don't know why, and it's especially become an issue at work. I just feel like there's so little good in the world and very few good people. I'm trying my best, but I'm struggling, and any advice would help. Have you thought about getting a cat? (laughs) (laughs) Or raw dog and some outside. Or raw dog and some outside. I think if, if you're not good at people, then get a pet. Like, I know that sounds really simple, but that's like a connection. It is just about connections. Like, so uh, I know that I struggle with people quite a bit and in in a different way, I, for backstory, like I, I've been trained as a performer since I was really, really young. So in like performing for people is really simple. And so I did that instead of actually build human connections that were based off emotion and caring. Um, I, I was just good at entertaining people and I was like, that's all I need to do to have friends. People can be hard, especially if you feel like you don't have some of the parts. And if that's, you know, part of it, there's, there's, you know, like whether it's, it feels like it could be something on the spectrum or whether it just is something that is inherently you, like it, it is worth talking to a professional about it to be like, maybe this is just something that's difficult for me. Making friends is just inherently difficult for me. Like for myself, I really struggle with it. Um, It's about being open and vulnerable, which is something I don't like doing. (laughs) Um, So I have a cat who is my best friend. Like that I I get a nice little connection and, and I got a second one. So I got two now that I feel a nice little connection to that I can feel really close to. And um, when I feel lonely, I don't feel alone when they're there, which is nice and it makes it less scary. When you talk about having having friends causing anxiety, I also understand that. Um, and one of the things that I felt has been really helpful is being 100% honest with them when you're feeling that way. And so sometimes your job will be to ask your friends to calm you down. (laughs) And these three here have all copped the, guys, I need you to tell me that you still like me. (laughs) And it's not even copying it. Like, I, I feel like that is one of the really nice parts about friendship is that you can sort of have that part where it is you can lean on each other and you're so happy to give when that time is needed because it's someone you care about and you want to help them and Zoe's copped the opposite of you know <laughs> phone calls from me being like um am I is this can, can you can I run something past you and so I'd be like your brain's not correct about that I'm like thanks um but that that's so nice to be able to do that and just be able to talk to friends and be like hey can you just yeah I just wanted to you know from the other side if Zoe's ever like you like me, yeah. I'm like, oh my god, yes. And you tell me every time you need me to tell you because I want, I want to tell you. I want mm. you to know. Yeah. And so yeah. if that's that, that like I know for me, like that's how my anxiety manifests. My anxiety, my anxiety manifests, and I get into these spirals of like everyone hates you. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> Which is an insane way to kind of live your life where you're like everyone you've ever met in your life fucking hates you and they're all just lying because they're trying to figure out a polite way to let you down it's such a uh, i'm so important everyone hates me sort of thing it's like yeah oh, it's, it's all anxiety, <laughs> on there. anxiety inherently makes you an arsehole i remember my brother once saying i'm so important everyone hates i'm me. so important i'm the center of the universe <laughs> la, 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 la. well that's kind of what anxiety does anxiety makes you think about yourself constantly all the fucking time because you can't think of anything else so you're constantly thinking – your anxiety makes you constantly think about your anxiety. So it just loops itself in this really negative way where you're kind of incapable of thinking about anything else except yourself. And my brother said it to me, you know, quite quite recently, COVID times has made years seem like days. Um, but he was like, hey, so no one is ever thinking about you and they're just trying to go through their day the best they can with making the least amount of damage possible. Yeah. 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 And and I was like, yeah, cuz that's what I'm doing. Like I'm not constantly thinking about what Cass has done. You know, or what George or Tom has done. Like I'm not thinking about that because yeah. that's like I like them. That's not an opinion anymore. That's a fact. They are my friends. That's a fact. I love <laughs> them. That's a fact. You know, so I don't have to ruminate on that anymore. I guess it's um, also like there's you and then there's everyone else as a collective. Yeah. So it's like you just don't have – you can't keep track of everyone else. No, it's no, like, yeah. I can only think about me. I always think of that like I'm thinking of stuff where I feel a shudder of shame at something that happened when I was like in year 12 or like a kid. And you're like the, the little I remember anyone else anything ever. Yeah. And but yep. I'm obsessed with it still to this day. I'm like, oh, my God, that was so embarrassing. It's like oh. – <laughs> Like no one cares. The only you, no, like no one else cares. They've all got their own shit. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. That's and that's the thing. Like the other part of this, talking about how you encounter the problem of anger, which I get. Um, <laughs> it, you know, and the, the the world is full of terrible people, and there's terrible things, and what's like it's so fucking annoying and angry. And why would you want to make connections with people? It's like that is very true. There's. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. People suck heaps sometimes and it's infuriating. But I think the thought that I try to carry into all of that is, and it, I, don't always, it, I don't always nail it, it doesn't always work, but it does sometimes and it, it's helpful for me, is that sort of what Ari was saying to, to you, Zoe, is that I believe that like existence is hard. So your existence should make someone's less so. That should be, that should be the beautiful. goal. So 
if your existence is, is making you angry and there are people around you that are like, oh, these people are just, you know, doing terrible things, billionaires, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. Well, then maybe find the avenue where you can make someone else less angry. Mm. So, and that might help you feel less angry. This is, you know, use altruism to your advantage. It is a lie. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't think advantage. altruism is true at all. I don't no. think it can exist. I think we are wired to feel nice when someone, when if you do something nice for someone else, you will feel nice, and that rules. Like we're literally built to be kind and have it feel good. We've got like a pleasure thing in our brain that being nice does give us something good. So I don't think altruism exists, and I think that's the best thing in the world. You could just do something like Germany to do something actively for someone else if you can. If you know physically you're able and you hit all the requirements of wherever you live, donate blood. Like, <laughs> literally, go, you donate your blood, it's whatever, cool, fine, you do it. It's it free for you to make. You get <laughs> pies and sausages and, like, little treats afterwards, a cookie maybe. Um, in Australia, when you donate blood, uh, what you'll do is you'll get a text maybe a week later being like, hey, just letting you know, your blood went to this hospital and helped a person. And you go, oh, well, that was good. Oh, I, I'm the world's not so shit. And you didn't have to do – I mean, you did a bit. You donated blood. But, like – it's the you didn't have to go and connect yeah. with someone. You didn't have to make friends with someone. You didn't have to do... You can keep yourself at an arm and needle length yeah. from people <laughs> and you still can have a connection of an obtuse nature that might make you less angry mm. about how the world is. Uh, also, donating blood is like the best excuse where and this is what you're doing. You're like, I'm donating blood. It feels pretty good. Everyone's like, oh, okay. And you're like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Be a hero, boy. Yeah, I'm going to say. You got an event you don't want to go to? Sorry. Sorry. I'm saving three lives. Yeah. I'm saving three lives. I'd cancel, but. I just, you know. lives matter to me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I think the other part, which I know I've had disagreements here with people before, but like, I think the other thing is uh, I'm, I'm going to take a wild stab. This is probably maybe a guy who's mm. talking here. Um, just because the name as well, but like, I think one of the issues is also this idea that anger is bad when it's not mm. like anger is not a bad thing and you shouldn't be like, oh, you shouldn't get angry or you should try to get the world less angry. Angry Anger is a healthy response to things and it's actually a natural emotion that a lot of people out of politeness, especially again, guys, and I know there's a lot of guys yeah. who don't, but there's a lot mm. of guys who do feel it and then they don't ever express it and it can really fuck them up. And I'm talking mm. from personal experience there. It's very, very big block, which can really mess with you and you can't treat it like a bad thing. Obviously you can't go out again and make it someone else's problem, but don't go making your problem. Like find yeah, a way a, to express a that healthy, anger better. A healthy yeah. outlet. Yeah. Don't yeah. feel bad about feeling an emotion. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Emotions aren't good or bad. They exist and it's how you deal with them. So if you're angry and you're like, man, I'm so angry, I'm going to go kick a soccer ball at a wall for 20 minutes. Fantastic. As provided that you don't break the wall, it's your wall and that you're allowed to go outside. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Don't be like, I'm going to go punch a man in the face. That's the wrong choice. Yeah. Unless it's your yeah. boxing professionally, then okay. Unless you're a, yeah, unless you're a cage fighter and you want to win. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's super important to, to also like acknowledge your anger manifest a way to to speak about it healthily. I think that is one of the most difficult things we as human beings do is like, I am angry. How do I express this without being angry? Because when angry people don't attract like healthy, happy people, 
you know, and if you're if you're struggling with making friends, being an angry person who is outwardly angry and is not dealing with those emotions healthily probably isn't going to be like the best platform to be like, come be my friend. I look like a good, enticing person. You know, I think if I saw like a very angry person, I would just be like, that is not someone I want to hang out with on the daily. <laughs> you know, not to say that that we're not angry. I think, you know, we're we're very angry people, but we don't express it in a mean way. I think that's, we don't take it out on other people. Um, so if you're expressing your anger healthily, like Tom was saying, of kicking a soccer ball, doing that, and just even acknowledging and understanding the phrase, like, I need five minutes to calm down and then I will come back to this, yep. is super important. Giving yourself, like, a, a an ability to just to, to remove yourself from the situation, to not escalate the situation, to say, I need five minutes. I need five minutes. Every person, mm, I rephrase that, every sane, rational person will understand that and should give you that time and should respect that. I have met people who don't, and it is very frustrating when you're like, hey, I just need five minutes. Like, I am literally, I've I've been having an active panic attack and people will still want to, like, have a conversation. And I'll be like, hey, I just need five minutes to not be having a panic attack. And then we can revisit this. But some people want their answers in that moment. Yeah, not reasonable. Not reasonable. Not reasonable. reasonable. So being able to eject yourself for five minutes, ten minutes, find what you can do to calm yourself down really quickly. I used to jump up and down. Like, Like just to physically, kinetically get that energy out, which looks insane when you're in public. Hello, my name's Zoe Bellotta, <laughs> and this is my TED Talk on how to look insane in public. <laughs> so just hopping on one, like, just Yeah, like, I bit. literally would be just jumping up and down, shaking my arms, getting it out. Because it, like, for me, anger feels like something that builds in my body, and it feels like pressure. And if I can shake it out and get it, the kineticness of it out of my body, I can think a bit more rationally. Um, and calmly and kindly, you know, mm. it's so important to be kind to those around you. Mm. So now, like, and so I used to do that. I used to be like, I need to go walk away for a little bit. And I remember once having a fight with the, the guy I was dating at the time and we're on some, we're at some street festival. And I literally walked not four meters away from where my group of friends was standing and just jumped up and down for like five minutes <laughs> and then came back and was like, okay. And they were like, we saw you do that. That wasn't like a private thing that you did. <laughs> you turned around, but we could see what was happening. Oh, the idea that, that Zoe is... has that thing that kids have where they just assume if they can't, I can't, they see, can't see. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's getting that, excusing yourself to calm down and then addressing people. Because if you go in, when we're angry, we tend to be mean. Like that just is. From my experience, I know when I'm angry, I tend to be mean because I'm angry and I want everyone else to be feeling as shit as I am. There's a difference, especially when you're talking about being angry at really general things, like the world, the way it works, the people in it. There's a difference between feeling anger toward those general things and directing your anger toward the people Mm. around you. And I think directing anger towards someone will always have consequences because people are going to know people are going to pick up even if they don't know specifically what's going on in your brain they're going to know the vibes are off so if you're directing anger to people in your life that 
I think that will end up affecting your relationships. Mm. So if you're able to do as do as Zoe says, and like, yeah, if you if you see a psychologist or a therapist or someone, then they can work with you to tailor something that is actually going to help you, you know, figure yeah. out how to best how best to channel it so that you're still, you know, feeling your feelings and you're not just mm. pushing stuff down, but you're doing it in a way that's yeah, you're you're feeling all of your feelings, but you're not aiming them at anyone. Yeah, yeah. it's super important to stress as well. We're human. We're fallible. You probably will fail at this. You probably will fail at directing, like not directing your anger at someone. It it happens. It happens. I did it this week. Everyone does that. Mm. Everyone, like I, and I'm not even. I'm I'm trapped in my house, and I just started getting snippy and was making shitty retorts at at my parents, like because we've just been stuck in this house. And then I had to walk away, do my little jumping jacks, calm down. The important thing to do is when you do fail at at not directing your anger at someone, you apologize for it. It's super important that if you are, we're human, we get shitty at one another. And and a lot of the time we get shitty at someone when it's kind of not their fault and it's got nothing to do with them actually, you're just feeling shitty. So if you are, if you do, you will fail at it. I'm not even going to pretend that you're not. When you do, own up, apologize, and fucking mean it. Hmm, yeah. Mean it when you apologize. That is how you're going to forge really good relationships because if someone can see that you are able to take ownership and to apologize and mean it, and do better, that's how you're going to forge really strong connections with people. Like if Zoe, if any if any of you said something mean to me and then later you were like, oh, sorry, I'd be like, all right, <laughs> that's yeah. okay. Like, yeah, we all do it. We all have moments where we're just not, like I've, I've had that as well, being like, oh, you say something and then later you're like, oh, you know what, that actually came out mean. I didn't mean for that to come out mean at all. And now that I'm thinking back on it, that person's reaction makes sense now because it came out mean and that's not fair and I need to go apologise to that person. Mm. Something else I've noticed in this letter is that you've written in saying that you have intrusive thought spirals to mean that you have these spirals of all these negative thoughts and it looks, and I'm making an assumption, but that is how it works with the anger as well, where you say there's little good in the world, there's very few people, and these keep coming up. Uh, Something that has helped me is if you find yourself having these thought patterns that keep running on and on and on and it's like what if this what if this what if this or you think about something so you think about something once then you think about it again and the more you think about it it becomes you're thinking about your thoughts not the actual situation that's happened and it becomes that you're speculating um it means you have a great imagination and it also means that you can go the opposite way (laughs) so if you are having an intrusive thought spiral about all these bad things that can happen you can be like oi brain you're clearly good at this. We're going, we're backing it up. What if the best case scenario happens? And you can just sit there and daydream about all this great stuff that'll happen. And yeah, if you are going the absolute best case scenario, you walk out the door, you find $100 on the ground, like you just go crazy with it. Like, yeah, it's probably not going to happen in the same way that all the intrusive thought spirals are probably never going to happen. And I find that it's much nicer to just be like, all right, if I've got such a good imagination, prove it. Like, (laughs) what's the best thing that could happen to me in this situation? Like, let's go best case scenario and make it it crazy, make it insane and go completely the opposite direction. And it just, it gives you something to do. It gives you something to think about because I know that, Sometimes sometimes you just got a raw dog sleep, you don't have an option, mm. and you just sit there being like, well, what do I do with my brain if if I'm not meant to think? And it's like, yeah, okay, okay. if, if your brain want to think so bad, your brain wants to think. Think fun. 
Yeah, yeah. Imagine crazy stuff happening, but it's all good. <laughs> I go into the fun good thought spiral. What would I do if I won the lottery? Yeah, absolutely. Fun things like that. You can do th- little thought experiments and be like, what? And especially if they're intrusive thoughts, because your intrusive thoughts are usually like your brain is like, ha ha ha, cooking up a big cauldron, and then it like dunks hot soup on you, and the hot soup's like, what if everyone died? And you're like, ah. So um, you can pick good things. You can pick good things to think about. And it sounds like you've got a great imagination, which means you will be able to do it. And it's probably going to be weird to do. Mm. So, so is thinking intrusive thoughts. That's weird. Do fun weird. You deserve nice fun things. And with the same as noticing all of the really horrible things that are happening in the world, as Tom said, like, yeah, there are really horrible things happening in the world. Try and actively notice the nice things. As Tom is saying, like giving blood, like all the nice things that happen because there are still really nice things that people do. And it it just so happens that it is much the I personally think that this all capitalism's fault, but the the way that we're like sort of Western society is structured at the moment, if you have enough capital to do something good or bad, bad things are really obvious. If you try and do something good then it's probably also going to have a bad room. If you've got like enough money to enact a positive change, it probably would have been hard to get that money in a good way and you can probably start to pick at things like that. Um, so I would advise staying away from the big, the bigger things of like looking for very grand examples of it and just look for day-to-day things because that's a common phrase as well, like people suck but each person you meet has good in them. Mm. So it it might be easy to start looking for things smaller because I know I, I, I maybe I'm just projecting there there are good things like um a, a nice thing I learned about recently the mRNA vaccines that have been developed for COVID are now being used in trials for HIV treatment beautiful so like that's a nice thing how nice is that that's good it's that's good nice. little things it, but you yeah. yeah you do unfortunately have to look for them but then it's a game <laughs> go about your day and see if you can notice nice things. <laughs> Yeah, if you get to 10, you get a little Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, no, make your brain but work don't for think you. About it Starbucks. Is... <laughs> no, no. Oh, no. No, make your brain work for you because it, it sounds like it is absolutely killing it on the thought front. It sounds like you're a great thinker. Um, no. Send it the other way. Mm. I've had that before. Like, like I mentioned the walk I went on. One of the things that I was like finding there was being like, what's the point of this? <laughs> like, being like, what am I thinking? What? what? Okay, now what? Like, as in then being like, all right, so if this isn't serving anything, why don't I just think about something else which is more positive then? <laughs> like, as in if this isn't, like, why am I doing this? Essentially, I would stop and ask myself, which is like a pretty good way to catch myself in it as well. Because sometimes you just, I don't know about you guys, but sometimes you just don't realize. Right? It's like been five minutes, you're like, fuck, what have I been doing for the last five minutes except thinking angry shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that a lot. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, I'll do better. And then, like, five minutes later, you're back there again. You're like, what the fuck, brain? You're stupid anger. Oh, you got me. Oh, you got me this time. Yeah, it takes work to come out of those patterns and to be like, no, no, I'm going to think good things. Yeah, that's actually where I was like, okay, positive spin on it. This is me practicing fixing my brain. (laughs) Every time I catch myself five minutes into one of these rants in my head, I'll be like, oh, you caught yourself. Yes. Well done. Done. You did it. <laughs> Slowly over time, hopefully. You can get slightly better over a long time. It's it's like learning any new skill. You're yeah, you, not going to be fantastic at it. The habit. Yeah. 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 You're going to sure. learn and it's going to be fun. And it's going to be so cool to notice all the good shit that goes on. And then yeah, like Cass is saying like the good shit when it's small 
feels momentous in in moments when it is surrounded by negativity. Mm. Highlight of my year, not not even day. Highlight of my year because this happened a couple months ago. I saw a blue bee. <laughs> How good's that shit? That's Very good shit. How good's that shit? Yeah, yeah that's a native blue Australian blue blues. That sounds amazing. Yeah, like those little things that sometimes if I was in a bad mood, I probably wouldn't have like been like, fuck yeah, a cool bee. But I was out there just having a smoke and this bee flew past and landed on a flower. And I was like, that is the nicest thing that's ever happened to me ever. Like yeah, those little things are good. Acknowledge find them. Find your blue bee. Yeah, and find your blue bee. You're allowed to feel them. Like you, yeah. if you really want to make it, if this is what you mean by this and you actually want to make a change in the world, you are still allowed to feel joy and do that. Mm. It is your in, You are entitled to feel joy. You have the whole setup in your body to feel joy. Use yeah. it. Yeah. Do it. And you, it's, as we said, anger is an emotion you are 100% allowed to feel. Don't mm. feel bad about feeling it. But, like, you're allowed to feel the other ones too. Get them. Mm. And you can actually. <laughs> they come in a set. That's why I always think of, like, again, the physical thing. Like, if you go punch a punching bag or something, you, that anger can feel pretty good as well, which you can be, like, mm. in a good way, where you're not yeah. actually hurting anyone, but you're like, oh, fuck, yeah. It's like. You've got you an energy yeah, in your charging body you. It's, yeah. In a physical it's, way. So that's why I don't. Why does everyone bag punching drywall? Okay, it's bad, but also at least it's it's a wall. It's not someone else. So it's like, it's. It's, it's, uh, it's kind not of cool disgusting. Sense, right? Yeah. Unless you say, bought walls specifically to punch. Like, yeah. it's not a. Ta- like, you bought yeah. a big thing of drywall and you just put it next to your bed. And when you cross, you just punch holes in it. Yeah. Yeah. That'd feel yeah. Really good. It's, it seems messy and it's, it's annoying to fix. I, I will say, when I was younger, I did punch a post. Out of like oh. anger and disgust, and I did it once, and I was like, "Huh, I get it." Yeah, um, <laughs> and I like broke the skin on my knuckle, and I was like, "Huh," and I I've not ever done it again. Mm. Um, but yeah, I just I I had asked someone not to touch to me, and they came and picked me up and held me, and it made me very very uncomfortable and angry, mm. and I had this huge influx of feelings in my body because I was a little hormonal teen, and I went up and punched a post, and. I was like, ah, ah, I get that now. (laughs) All the emotions are so quick. I had to do something fast. Um, Mm. Yeah, wasn't wasn't one that I was doing damage to anything. It was just like one of those big fat wooden posts. It hurt. I wouldn't recommend it. Um, No, because the drywall has nothing behind it. Yeah, the the drywall Mm. would just feel like smashing. Maybe it's fun. Maybe we we buy our own drywall. (laughs) Yeah, guys, we'll get drywall purposely for punching. This is the punch and drywall. Give it a shot. For... <laughs> it's a feature wall. Like, you, you just have this one wall with no other walls around it in the middle of your house. Yeah, yeah. it's for punching. Punch You'll find out why. <laughs> Give it a go. We replace it every three to six months, depending on the political climate. <laughs> <laughs> so we're definitely uh, on to something here. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, I've been George. I've been Kaz. I've been Zoe B. I've been Tom. And we're still fine. Get some drywall. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch with us for some very unprofessional advice that goes beyond just go to therapy, feel free to email us on happylittlepod at gmail.com and make sure you put summer in the email okay to air if you're happy to have us discuss it on the show. Hope you have a great day. You're not alone. We love you. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.